A boy's father goes missing while the whanau's at Te Papa. But he's not missing in the building. He's lost in one of the museum's taonga. That's a premise for a new book called Lost in the Museum, a collaboration between the writer Victoria Cleal and illustrator Isabel Joy de Ahu-White. The two have worked together before, so I was interested in their approach to combining words and pictures. There are some images from the book on our webpage. First, Victoria explains the book's origins. I work at Te Papa Museum, and I'd already published a book for Te Papa Press, uh, Fiji Colossal Squid of the Deep and the publisher Nicola Leggett approached me because she for a long time wanted to produce a book about the museum in which two children have an adventure and I thought hmm well people often get lost at the Papa, it's a very big place but what about if a character got lost in a town instead of getting lost in the museum I just love that. Uh, but you have so many taonga to choose from. So I have this picture of you in my head, Victoria, wandering around Te Papa, going, which one will it be? But I should actually get a synopsis of the story before we, before we talk about disappearances. Um, what, what is the story then that you wrapped around that concept? Well, the papa goes missing at the papa, and then his whanau go searching for him, and the way they do that is they think about Taonga in the museum that their papa made a special connection with during the day. And they have magical adventures along the way. I suspect you had far too many Taonga <laughs> that you could choose from for this collection. I mean, are these your favourites? Because you know them so well. Yeah, well, at the papa, we have something like two and a half million so it's, it's a difficult task, but what I wanted to do was to get a selection that covered the whole range of taonga at Te Papa, from art to natural history to history, Mataranga Māori, Pacifica, and also most of them are ones that are on display. So if kids come to Te Papa, they can actually find them. And Fortunately, I couldn't do that with the beautiful Chong Sam, which is a dress from Hong Kong, because fabrics are quite fragile and they can't be on display for very long. But you can find all of them on our website, Collections Online. The relationship between the writer and the illustrator, I've always found to be a really interesting one. Now, a lot of this book, as I say, is based on Taonga, so you can go to the, the skeletons or the paintings, and they're right there. You can interpret them as an illustrator. But what about the Fano? Uh, and heaven forbid, some of the guides might be looking for themselves in, in this book. What was your approach there? Because, Victoria, I imagine that you had these characters in your head, and Isabel, I imagine you, you did also as the illustrator. How did you two create these characters, these faces? The characters, I, I was a bit mean that I didn't flesh them out hugely, but that's because I've worked with Izzy before and I know how she can really bring characters to life. So I was really, just gave her the bare minimum and just stood back to see what she would do. But Izzy is a bit of a mind reader. For example, I had mentally pictured the mother as having red hair and that's how Izzy illustrated her. So, um, yeah, it was just really wonderful to, to see them get fleshed out like that. Well, as, as Victoria says, Isabel, this is a children's book. You know, there aren't 
many words to go from. So what was your thought in terms of the, not the exhibits, of course, but the people who populate this, who breathe life into the story, who are looking for Papa and are really concerned for him? I've always been quite influenced by my own whānau. I come from a very large and diverse whānau. So um, I guess I was drawing on, on that and basing my characters on people that I know so that they do seem more realistic. It feels like you've had a lot of fun because, I mean, at one stage you're back 11,000 years ago, say, in the South Island with Moore, uh, and then you're on um, the Britain bike. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. I absolutely loved the diversity of the Taunga uh, involved that um, Victoria had put together, and I think... Yeah, that was that was really fun. So I kind of felt like I was on an adventure while I was working on the illustrations. And it is quite a mystery, Victoria, that you've done here. So the, the, the family is trying to find Papa. They're going to different exhibits that they've visited and that uh, that he really loves before they find him. What decided you on, this is a spoiler alert really, children don't listen. What decided you yeah. on the on the exhibit where he literally was absorbed into yes he gets um absorbed into artwork the main reason was the subject matter because it's about the artwork is about nature another spoiler alert it's among the cody's waitakere's 1884 by charles blomfield and nature is a very important part of te papa so i thought it was really beautiful to have an artwork that featured nature in it combining two of the, the main subjects at Tapapa. I think one of the key images, Isabel, correct me if I'm wrong, actually, is the full-page illustration of when Papa has been found, and it's the hug. And I've just been thinking, actually, in context of what's been happening in, in Ukraine and, and been seeing people hugging each other there, you know, families that have been split, reunited, people thought dead, reunited. There's something beautiful about a hug. I, I get a a sense of a lot of love in this image. Yeah, well, when illustrating, I do tend to put part of myself into the characters. So I was I was there in the story as well, and I kind of channeled how I would feel in that situation. When you saw the illustrations, I mean, you know each other, you worked together before, Victoria, but what does it add to your story when you see Isabel's illustration, you know that she can draw a bike and, you know, she can draw the, the stone and, and moor and harst eagles. You know what I mean? She, you know she has the, the skills to do that. But when you saw the characters on the page, what more has it added to the story for you, do you think? I feel it's not so much added as that I can take away that's a lovely part of our process is that um, when I see Izzy's rough sketches or her final illustrations, it makes me think these images are doing so much of the storytelling that I can cut down on the words, which is great in a picture book. This picture book actually had way too many words to start with. So I just love it when um, Izzy does that, like the um, spread with the um, hugging thing on it. That had a bit of text on it, and in the end we whittled away to almost nothing. Yeah, I love that. You know the the building really well, but what about some of the exhibits, Isabel? I mean, these were Victoria's choices, you know, ones that were special to her. Did you go in search of them? I mean, did you spend time 
in front of, um, say, the garment or the vaka? You know, do you, did you need to see them close up, face to face, to be able to illustrate them? Yeah, definitely. Um, took a lot of reference photos of everything from all angles. Went in to see the Tion Sams uh, personally and uh, had a look at their structure. So there was quite a bit of research that went in this to make sure that everything was correctly portrayed, even in a simplified illustration sense. The curators at Tapapa gave me an enormous amount of guidance in selecting these taonga. For example, one of the curators, Grace Gatton, she suggested the Cheongsam dress. It's an extraordinary, beautiful dress in bright pinks and reds and yellows. So that was suggested by the curators for you? Yes. Grace wanted to suggest something fresh that people might not know about. This gorgeous Cheongsam came from Hong Kong just before World War II broke out. It's a very dramatic story that's in the book. And I got to meet the daughter of the woman who owned it, uh, Mamie Chan Wai. We had a lovely afternoon together with her and her daughter, Linda Chan Wai Earl, talking about this Chong Sam and the other few treasures that the family could bring over. And it's things like that where you make a connection, not just within the museum, but to the communities who who gifted or have a connection to these Taonga that's really, really special. Well, there's a responsibility then on both of you. And did you feel that too, Isabel, when you were illustrating, knowing the story behind why this dress meant so much to the family? And I, I know Linda, she's been a colleague of mine for a long time. Um, you know, very, very personal stories that, that this is a children's book, but this is also Taonga for the whanau, the families who have shared their objects with the museum and therefore the nation, and now through this book with these young readers. Yeah, definitely. I felt quite honoured to be able to um, illustrate some of these tonga, uh, such as the Tion Sam and the Britain bike, and that uh, we, we had permission from the whānau to be able to illustrate them. Definitely, that was a high point. Lost in the Museum is written by Victoria Cleal and illustrated by Isabel Joy Te Aho White and is published by Te Papa Press.